the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If I happen to pass a stranger on a busy sidewalk, there's no relationship and there's no commitment. At the other end of the human relationship spectrum is marriage, where there is a very significant relationship and a far greater commitment. Relationship is based upon commitment. Commitment. That is the focus today as we continue our series, Ten Keys to an Abundant Life. It is a look at the Ten Commandments. Today, a final look at number nine, Thou Shalt Not Lie. And as we begin our time together today, we do so focusing in on other aspects of lying, boasting, gossip, bragging, exaggerating. These are all things we need to consider. Here's Pastor Leighton Sheely with today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Gossip is receiving or passing on information that is harmful to someone else, that doesn't edify someone else. And someone pointed out to me, it said that Rick Warren says that if we're not part of the problem, and we're not part of the solution, we should keep our mouth shut. Otherwise, we're just gossiping. Colossians 3.8 says, Now you must rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other. And Mark Twain wrote, A lie will go halfway around the world before the truth gets its shoes on. Merchants are aware that bad news travels faster than good news. Some say ten times faster and a hundred times farther. And that's why they work diligently to protect the reputation of their business. And we need to protect the reputation of our brethren. Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians 4.15, Speak the truth in love, and we will in all things grow up unto him who is the head, that is, Christ. Speaking the truth in love. Now, how do we speak the truth in love? Well, the characteristics of love are clearly defined for us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. Anything that we say and everything that we say should be evaluated against these characteristics before we say it. We should think before we speak. Now, it's not in my notes, but someone has asked, is it ever appropriate to lie? Is it ever right to lie? The answer is it would appear under special circumstances that there are times when it's appropriate to lie. Now, that's outside of the intention of our study today, but it needs to be addressed because it's a question. When you look through the scriptures, you'll find that God accepted certain lies under certain circumstances. There are very few. The Egyptian midwives lied to the Pharaoh in order to protect the innocent children, the Hebrew children, from from being killed. 
And God not only turned the other direction in terms of their lying, he actually blessed them for lying, that lie being the intention of protecting against the shedding of innocent blood. Rahab lied when she was questioned concerning the spies, and that was interpreted by the scriptures to be evidence of her turning her faith towards the God of Israel. She put her faith in the God of Israel. There's also a reference to Samuel, who was going to anoint King David and was concerned that Saul might find out what he was doing and have him killed so another king could not be anointed. And the context of that was an evil tyrant government uh, misusing their authority. So there are some examples in the scriptures where it would appear that there is reason for lying. Uh, Surely we know that uh, there were people who put their lives on the line and lied during World War II to protect uh, Jews who were trying to escape the terrors of Nazism. There are special circumstances under which it would appear that the scriptures give leniency uh, to lying. But our focus today is on speaking the truth. God is truth. God speaks the truth. God's children should speak the truth. And I want to underscore something and go back because I want to, if you will, give you a, a visual picture of this. One reason God hates lying is that lying destroys relationships. God loves relationships. The devil hates anything God loves. The devil hates relationships. The devil encourages any activity that undermines or destroys or injures relationship. God loves relationship. The devil hates relationship. Relationship is built on commitment. The more significant the relationship, the greater the commitment. If I happen to pass a stranger on a busy sidewalk, there's no relationship and there's no commitment. At the other end of the human relationship spectrum is marriage, where there is a very significant relationship and a far greater commitment. Relationship is based upon commitment. Now, this really hit home for me a few years back. Uh, I was a young father and a busy schedule and tight finances, and I found myself uh, making commitments I did not or could not keep to my children. I was lying to them. And so I thought about it and came up with a solution. I just won't make them any promises. I just won't make any commitments. And then, if nothing happens, I haven't lied to them. Sounds like a reasonable solution, does it not? I tried the solution. Some of the conversations started going something like this. Dad, my feet have grown and my shoes won't fit. Can we go shopping for shoes? We'll see. Dad, I'm playing basketball on Friday. Can you come to the game? Maybe. (laughs) Dad, are are we going to go to Disneyland for vacation? I'll think about it. You can see that our relationship was less engaging at the time. And uh, incidentally, some of those answers that I gave to them are now coming back to me. (laughs) 
You know what I learned through that? I learned, up, I learned how important commitments were in a relationship. Imagine a business, uh, an employer, talking with an employee and saying, All right, you know, are you going to come in on time and give me a full 40? Maybe. <laughs> you going to pay me? We'll see. <laughs> how about a wedding? For richer or for poorer? Maybe. For better, for worse, we'll see. In sickness and in health, I'll think about it. If that was the level of commitment in a wedding, what's the point? I mean, why even get dressed up? Why do some people who never get dressed up any other time of the year who have to rent cufflinks. Why, why do they get dressed up for a wedding? Because there's something really special going on. That's why. Somebody is committing themselves until death. That's big. You know, a person who stands at that altar and says with their mouth, I do, but in their heart or mind is saying, we'll see, is a liar. And they're committing fraud against that person who is standing next to them, making a sincere commitment. You understand how important commitment is to a significant relationship? What about this? What if, what if God dealt with mankind on this sort of non-committal kind of basis? Conversation goes something like this, maybe. God, let's, let's see if we got this right. You've created this beautiful garden and given us all the food that we need and no disease, no death. We're going to live forever. But if we partake of that one little tree right there, there's going to be some kind of judgment. Is that right? Maybe. God, we are so sorry we messed up. We, we did what you told us not to. Now we realize that we were deceived. There's death and there's disease everywhere. And God, would you please come and save us? I'll think about it. God, thank you for sending Jesus. But God, uh, it's, it's not finished. It's not complete. There's still death. There's still disease. And we've got this hope that Jesus is coming back for us. Uh, he is coming back, right? We'll see. You see how ludicrous it would be to try to have a relationship with God, a God that was noncommittal? Well, let's look at it from one other perspective. Imagine God talking with us. And it goes something like this. Come, let us reason together. Look at how faithful I've been to the commitment I've made to mankind. I didn't destroy mankind for their rebellious sin, but instead I sent my very own son to go to Calvary's cross and there pay the terrible wages of mankind's sins. And I didn't just redeem men from eternal damnation. I adopted them as my very own children. And someday we'll elevate them so they're higher than the angels and give them bodies that doesn't, that, that doesn't decay. And death will be no more. And I'll make them joint heirs with my only begotten son to share the treasures and the wonders of my creation for all of eternity. And I will never leave them. I will never forsake them. And I who began this good work will be faithful to complete it. This is my commitment to you. 
Will you make a commitment to me? Will you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You may want to give some careful consideration before answering that invitation with maybe. We'll see. I'll think about it. Where there is no commitment, there is no relationship. Jesus said there's going to be a lot of people who think they're going to heaven. And when they get there, they're going to hear the words, Depart from me, for I never knew you. There was no relationship. There was no commitment. Well, as we see, commitment is at the heart of honoring the Lord in this ninth commandment, Thou shalt not lie. Well, we have one more command to focus in on, and that is the Tenth Commandment. We'll do so next time. Thou shalt not covet. That's the one that caught the Apostle Paul off guard, isn't it? More tomorrow. In the meantime, to find out more about Study Verse by Verse or Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, visit our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. And then come back and join us tomorrow for another broadcast of Study Verse by Verse with our teacher and pastor, Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.